Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Polytech Podcast. Alright, welcome to Polytech. Um, yeah, we're really excited today. Well, I am so much. Um, I've got an exciting guest with me today. When it comes to IT, you know, this is where I kind of always look to is the engineers. Um, and I'm fortunate to have a cloud engineer with me, uh, Ron Amos. So welcome, brother. Awesome. Thanks for uh, there. Thanks for having me. There's a, there's a really cool setup and it's good to be here. Yeah, no, thanks for coming through, man. And man, let's just get straight into it. So, yeah, thanks for coming through tonight. Um, so, at the moment, you're you're out in New Lynn. Have you always been a Westie? Yes. Yeah. Well, um, ever since we moved to to Auckland, so our story, like me and my family, we started um, down in Dunedin. Actually, it's because my dad's a uh, year old, so he's a minister, and uh, uh, he, he went down there to study at Knox College. And then um, after he graduated, he he had a few calls to come and uh, to, to do a few churches up here in Auckland, but he thought uh, he would take this other offer instead, which was down in uh, Pleasant Point uh, in South Canterbury, just outside of Timaru. And so, uh, yeah, so we were like the, the only Samoan family, or actually the only brown family in, in the district, so we were the only like um, islanders, or actually the only brown people at the, at the school that we went to. So we kind of grew up down there before... Um, we went through all our like primary school and most of our high school years down there before we actually came up to Auckland. And then my my dad was uh, at uh, Glen Eden PIC, and we all went to um, we all went to Calston. So I we, guess yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. So we're yeah we're west. So, so what? So your dad came straight from Samoa and then to Dunedin? No, he came over. He came over in his like I think um, in his twenties. Uh, he was like a land surveyor or something. He was gallivanting around New Zealand. Don't know what he was up to, kind of thing. Just you know, just freedom, yeah. free from the islands, so, you know, just playing up. Uh, and so I think, yeah, I think he met my mum back in Samoa. So yeah, eventually they found their way to Wellington because that's where most of my mum's uh, family are. Yeah. So yeah, we've been a little bit all over the place, but um, as soon as we hit Auckland, uh, no real ties, but you know, grew up out west, so it's west to the end. So when did you come to? To Auckland, like how long were you? Man, it would have been 95, 95 we came up here. So, yeah, yeah. we've been up here since then. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, uh, oh, nah, not really born So, pretty much yet. your whole, yeah, your schooling, well, right through high school, is that pretty much the deal? I uh, got here like fifth form, so it yeah. was mainly like kind of towards the end. So, we didn't have any real, like for me, didn't have any real like roots yeah, yeah, or, you yeah. know, like, uh, you know how people are like, oh, this was my primary school and then I went to the intermediate. Yeah. I was like, man, I was at different primary schools and different intermediates and different high school before I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was kind of a bit of a, you know, like a bit of a move around FFL's kid. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so coming into, I guess, into IT, like, did you did you study straight straight into studying? Like, was that your pathway? Or nah. So my so my pathway into um, into tech is a, is a funny one, only because I was, I was going to be... I was heading to the Air Force right up until seventh form. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I went to the air training cadets, you know, which is like the little after school program and you dress up like a, you know, like a pilot or whatever. And you've got your little banana hair and your blue, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, no, no, I don't know. Actually. So that's what I was doing, right? So this is down in Timaru. So I was, you know, part of this club where you, you want to be like Air Force guy. Um, they have the same thing for Army, right? They have like Army cadets where, you know. Like the, the high they school. They come and get you to, to come Yeah, well, you're yeah. kind of just like, you're kind of like junior cadets kind of thing. So I was doing that for ages. I was like, yeah, I'm going to I want to go to the Air Force. I want to be a fighter pilot, all this and that, whatever, oh. right? You know, right up until seven form. 
And then I've always been on the computer, just playing around with games and stuff. And then uh, I had a friend, uh, he's a Croatian guy at Kelston, and uh, we'd talk on ICQ, which is like this old school messaging. Yeah, you guys shown my age now. <laughs> Do you guys remember ICQ back then? Before MSN? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah, yeah, it was before MSN. And so we were messaging each other and he's like, hey, do you want me to show you something really cool? And I was like, yeah, go on. And then he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to send you this file. So he sends you this file. And I was like, hey, what do I do with this? He goes, oh, yeah, just double click it. I double click it. I said, oh, I didn't do anything. And he goes, watch this. Then he took over my computer. Oh, wow. And he started like moving stuff around. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And, he goes, and then he goes, oh, yeah, and if I run this, these are all the passwords on that computer. And they're like, oh, hey, man, this is my dad's computer. Oh, you got to get me in trouble. And it just like, it opened up a notepad and it just like, it, um, it outputted this file and it had all of these credentials and things in it. And I was like, it always takes up how long he is. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, holy, how did you, I said, how did you do that? That's awesome. I feel really violated right now. <laughs> and I know that that takes power to violate. Especially so to I was see like, it. Like it yeah. just happened. And I was like, that's awesome. I want to learn that. And literally from that day, I was like, nah, I'm not going to the Air Force anymore. And so I just started learning, started like Googling all the stuff. And I was like, oh, what should I, what should I learn? He's like, all right, you know, Linux is the hacker's uh, operating system of choice. And I was like, all right, cool, download that. How do I install this thing? <laughs> and I was just like complete noob, yeah. fish out of water but kind of thing. But that was your just, how that does was, that yeah, happen? I was, I was hooked. I was just hooked at the, well, it was a little bit, you know, you're like 16, 17, right? You're like, man, the power. Yeah, yeah. The to power be able to, to be able to. You always hear like a hacker can take over your machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take over your life. You know, <laughs> you mean, knows exactly what you've been up to, can like, you know, watch you through your webcam, like all that kind of stuff. I mean, it sounds a little bit um, perverted now, but I, at the time I was just like, had full control, you know, I was like, man, I'm going to break into banks, you know, I'm going to read the FBI's email, like all that kind of stuff was just, just you know, just like, just delusional stuff when you're a kid and you're just like, yeah, man, I'm going to be this, you know, I'm going to be like the Matrix, I'm going to be like new, I'm going to read code off the walls and stuff. I was that, and that's how it got me so hooked, I just went all in. And I downloaded the stuff and I just started running Linux at home and I was just like, all right, man, wiped everything off my laptop dive straight into Linux, nothing worked. So I had a, like a non-working laptop where, you know, the sound wasn't working, the hard drive needed, like needed <laughs> yeah, two things. Okay. I was like, all right, nothing was working. Yeah. So so before that, like I guess you're, you just sound like a little tutu who just likes breaking stuff. Like oh, did you yeah. have a tendency to do that? Sort of. I mean, I was always taking stuff apart. That was my <laughs> thing was just like, you know, if it's a you know, radio control car, I want the motor out of it, you know, and I'll do something with the motor, you yeah. know, make a drill and just like carve up a bunch of stuff. I used to like, you know, when you go to like Sunday school, all right, you know, everyone take a couple of pipe cleaners and you're going to do this thing and make a thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll turn into an action figure, and, <laughs> you know. And I used to have these Batman and, like, G.I. Joe. I'm not sure if they were mine or I stole them. I think I might have nicked them <laughs> off somebody else's, like, someone else's toys, because obviously you're Yeah, like, you think back, like, how did I get how those did I toys? Because I know my parents <laughs> didn't buy them for me. Yeah, not when you're, you know, you you got four brothers, right? So there's five <laughs> kids. There's no... Where, where are you? The, the I'm the second. I'm the second okay. eldest of five, so... Uh, and I was like, man, there's no money for toys. So yeah, how did you get this Batman figure? <laughs> I acquired it somewhere, you know. And I used to like change them up. So I was always like, I'd get action figures, but I don't like the stock action figures. Yeah. I would have to like um, modify it in some way I to make it like a unique it. action figure. Yeah. And so that's why I was, and that's why I kind of like Linux because you know I was like, man, if you can build your own world, you know, not have to be like, oh, Microsoft, can I have the license to do this or can I look at the source? I was like. I want the ability to build every anything exactly how I like you know how I see it in my mind. I want I want my screens to look like this. I want the buttons to look like that. Everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So what's the big big difference there? Because I guess people always you know you hear like Apple, you hear Microsoft. 
And it's only the, the geeks that talk Linux. Yeah. And so what's the biggest deal then when it comes to Linux? And, and well, because hackers kind of got me into IT, I've always, I've always kind of liked that, um, that anarchist view on, mm. uh, on information should be free to everybody. Yeah. You know, you should be accessing it because you know, if you learn something, you know, I don't want you to put a price tag on it. To, I mean, you can in a capitalist world, right? My efforts or whatever, I'm going to put a price tag on it. Linux is a, you know, because it's open source, yeah. right? That means that if I want anything to change in it, I have the complete power to look at the source code, edit it, compile it, deploy it, and now my desktop works exactly for me. And if I put it online and say, oh, yeah, you know, do you want your, yeah, you can have this. Okay, but yeah. I want to change it. Free to change it, you know what I mean? And I'm going to go, and so you have those, like the Microsofts of the world that, like, have taken all, like, you know, a lot of people's labor, mm. and then they've gone, oh, we're going to charge and a massive package that, yeah yeah that's a big secret now of, of yeah, what you're getting exactly and rather than going well you know there's a, like hundreds or thousands of people have like put a lot of man hours into like putting this code together mm. and now you guys get to sell it you know what I mean rather than like shouldn't this just benefit everybody oh no but we like you know paid the rent for the buildings and I was like yeah okay whatever you know that's that's your view on it but so that's kind of where I came from I guess that Linux that open source, that yeah. open source word, which is like information is free. Everybody should learn. Everybody should have access to the information. And everybody should be able to do. If I buy, if I download something onto my computer, I bought the computer, so I should be able to do what I what I want with it. You know, so that's I mean, so it's, it's more of a, a mindset that mm. open source, freedom of information, and that hacker kind of like anarchist mindset. You know, it's just like that's always been right. You know, yeah. that that's yeah, that's and, my deal. You know? So with with going down that route of you know everyone you know we all share code and then and you always see it like you know these these are repositories and you can go get it from anywhere online. Did it make it easier to learn them? Yes and no. So no, it depends on like um. So when I started learning uh, code back in the day, you know there wasn't a lot of um, you know there was no YouTube. The internet was really new, so you know it was like dial-up modems, and and so like uh, information was kind of expensive in that way because yeah. it wasn't as freely available as it is now. Hmm. And the thing is, it was kind of good back in the day because I was just like, well, because it's kind of hard technically to to get online, understand, and kind of see all see the potential of information and and being online before 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 the marketing came in, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, you had to have the vision of like this is actually really valuable information. Hmm. So only those kind of people made it online because only geeks got online, right? Like all the jocks and all the, the, the hot chicks, they're not, they weren't online. <laughs> it was just the nerds and the losers, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just people who don't have any social skills. Like that was all my, my crew back in the day was online because I made a lot of friends just online. They had never oh, seen me, yeah, just, yeah. which is a really buzzy kind of thing because when they eventually did see me, they would just be like, oh, okay, uh, I didn't realize oh, that you would know. You just behind the name, like, yeah. So, yeah. You just got a handle, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, you don't have your real name. Photos yeah. And stuff, so you're, yeah. There's no profile photos because the way I rolled back in the day, it's all pseudonyms, and you just hand you hide behind a handle because yeah. it's just like we're here to geek. That's the most important thing, right? And so this is why I, I you know, and, and again, I kind of that's why I kind of love that the community oh, so of being like, online. Back then, it was the anonymity, like I can just work and don't have to. I'm this person and I just get on with it. Well, the thing is, like, you don't judge me on anything else. Yeah. You only judge me on, and because I'm hanging out with geeks, the only thing that matters is, do you know what you're talking about? Uh, okay, yeah. Do you know, Can you do this thing that you're talking about? Can you code? Can you break in systems? Can you, like, can you understand the system? And so, 
you almost kind of like um, you get your reputation first based on your substance, and or, or if you're a funny guy or, or you know or, or whatever. But yeah. it's it's got nothing to do with your looks, your car, you know who your parents are, yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's just all on like your your rep is what you can do with a computer. And so when you and what what made it easier is when you did actually you know eventually see the people. You'd already formed your opinion based on the things that you know oh, from the information. Just the way they work then. <laughs> so that you'd go, the way you look is secondary, right? Mm. So even though, like, you know, a lot of these, like, there's skinny, balangi, geeky, weedy boys from, you know, never lifted a thing in their lives. Like, this, yeah. that was the typical geek back then. So when they'd see me, you know, I was playing rugby and I do, like, oh, MMA okay, and stuff, yeah. you know? So they'd see me and they were like, oh, yeah, you're not the profile of the people that know the stuff or would be friends with us. Yeah. Oh, I guess it comes to time because I, I was going to ask, you know, did, did, where did you find the time to do this? If, you know, especially if you're doing sports and other stuff. Oh, man. Well, I would always, because I'm I'm a night kind of person and I'd, I, I, I've, I never sleep. So, you know, I'm sure I'm like insomniac or whatever, but yeah. I just, I'm up all day and I'm up most of the night kind of yeah. thing, you know. So, um, yeah, time is just like, and I don't run regular schedules. There's no regular bedtime or, you know. <laughs> And even like starting work is <laughs> optional or something. Yeah. Oh, well, back in those days, it was like, yeah, nine o'clock starts, optional. <laughs> Tony, you start dating when I start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I get to the office, that's when it starts. But, oh. uh, yeah, no, so, no, nah, I don't know. So that's that's kind of been my, um, yes. Yeah, well, it's a little bit different back in the day learning Yeah. compared to where it's, but here's the difference. It's like back then, it was hard to get online. The barrier to entry was too high, right? Mm. But a lot of the stuff that you did find online was was really technical. I was reading like white papers and stuff from oh, like you know yeah, yeah. Berkeley and uh, MIT and that because they would put their you know research and stuff online. Mm. And I'd be like, and I'd be looking at these programming manuals that were for experts, and I was like, man, this stuff's way over my head. My math sucks, you know. But, but you just go through it because that's all you had. Yeah, and that's all you had. But but you know, and I was like, you know, I remember looking around everything now and going, oh, it's so good now. You know, there's so many tutorials. So like you know, there's videos. There's there's blogs, um, all this this kind of stuff, but I think we've gone we've gone from one extreme to the to the other because where it was like okay this is super technical it's highly valuable but it's like hard to consume you know hard to process mm. but if you get there it's gold now it's just a uh, what do they call it a fire hose you know have you ever tried to drink out of a fire hose oh, yeah yeah it's just like <laughs> you know it's just it's all over you can't you know you, you're not going to be able to get mm. where you there's too much. Yeah. There's too much information, and now yeah. we don't know what's. Is that a good story or is that a good story? We've got analysis paralysis because everyone's going like, "Oh, I'm not sure whether I should do a uni degree or I should do some yeah. industry certifications or I should go get some experience." Uh, so much choice, and, and there's so much information out there. Lots of misinformation out there. Lots of marketing. Lots of snake oil. That's how my boy who like um, sent me a blockchain. Um, marketing thing that oh, oh here's some uh, blockchain um i think funding oh they're looking for like uh blockchain projects for for funding because oh. he keeps popping up with because he's, he's not in tech but he keeps popping up with like blockchain opportunities like, yo who's all honestly just slow down on all the marketing stuff man like you know and, and i think and, and i guess the it industry perpetuates that we always have a buzzword you know there's all uh yeah you get greenfield you get all these different things that they like to throw around and Man, well, that's it. I mean, but I mean, like, how well, I'm I'm interested in your start because I mean, yeah. we've only just met each other yeah, tonight. Yeah. So I'm just like, how did what was your what was your uh, entry into IT or why did you even hit this way? Yeah, yeah, and so and I guess that's that was the similarities. I look at you know I was just a tutu and I loved breaking things and I guess 
I was always, you know, I grew up around uncles who were mechanics. And so that was my, I, I didn't love cars, but I got it and kind of, you know, do the brakes, do, you know, just, just kind of watch and, and figure those things out. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess I, I moved them to, I did, you know, I, I studied because mum and dad wanted me to get a degree. Wow. And, but that wasn't, I did commerce only because they didn't want me to do arts because it was yeah. like, don't do arts, everyone's doing arts, do commerce. I guess different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so my was start, that Auckland Uni. Yeah, Auckland oh, Uni. Nice. But yeah, my start was was through the call center. So you know, just after uni, it was like looking for a job. When went into call center, and and the desktop support guy there at the time, you know, he was he was a typical IT. Just oh, I'm not gonna make it. Hey, Tony, are you in the office? Uh, can you just jump in the server room? And so yeah, it was all hands on. And so that was yeah, just just learning on the go for me. So so didn't go through the I guess like like you through the study and and that pathway okay just to correct the record mm. so i dropped out of my computer science degree oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. so i was um, um i was playing in a band at the time and i was like um as you do what well, as as i did back in there just drinking heavily and just playing a lot of music so yeah. i hardly i didn't go to any of my um my lectures <laughs> And then I thought, oh, man, I'm pretty smart. And so I thought, oh, I'll just cram and then just like pass these, um, pass the, oh, the tests or whatever. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, you needed to have done all your coursework. And I was like, oh, well, flag the exam as well then because if I haven't even done the coursework, then oh, I'm not yeah. going to pass it anyway. So I had that. Like I, had, I was, yeah, I was real waste of time guy yeah. back at uh, back at, at uni, which is funny because I'd done, I think it was, I almost done four years of a three-year degree <laughs> and only got two years worth of credits. And so I was just like, but but still got the um, the student loan to, to pay off by the end of it. So, um, I mean, I went back later as an adult student and yeah, I'd done yeah. commerce. Yeah. I, oh, I, well. I picked something that, because I actually didn't like computer I, science. I saw that. Yeah, I mm. saw that you, you did computer science and then you went to business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I got back from the UK, so I went to the UK for a couple of years. But when I got back and I was like, I was between jobs, which was the first time I was like, didn't have a job. I was like, "What are you gonna do?" I was like, "Man, I've always wanted to actually go back and do uni properly." Mm. So I was thinking about doing computer science when I went back, but I was like, "It doesn't like I'm a geek from like building stuff and, and teaching myself. Like that's kind of my that's yeah. kind of my buzz. Doing algorithms and differential equations and stuff like that. That doesn't like you know doing like recursion and sort methods. I'm just like, oh, that's that's oh, not, that's the higher learning that it goes to, and it's like, yeah. but I'm, I'm comfortable here and I yeah. learn. I like building the stuff yeah. and like you know." Learning what I learn and building what I build, mm. kind of thing. I don't really. So that's why I was just like, well, what do you want to learn? So I went back and done international. Well, my, one of my majors is international business because I was like, I want to understand how countries and um, and economics and mm. like you know why we have the agreements that we have between countries and how like commerce and stuff actually actually works yeah. and how how business actually actually works. So, and that was really interesting. And um, and here's a radical idea: if you actually go to all your lectures. You can pass the exam, <laughs> eh? <laughs> it makes studying easier. So, so you completed that degree? <laughs> yes, I completed it. And I was like, holy. Yeah, but I, I, I cross-credited some and, and finished it uh, a year early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, but, you know, I think it's testament to that whole, if you don't um, do stuff you're interested in, mm-hmm. one, it's a struggle to just stay there. But two, you know, you don't, you don't learn it as much because, you know, if you're learning under duress where you're just yeah. like, oh, I've got to do this. So yeah, it's funny because like a few of my uh, my boys that have got kids that are like you know heading to um, heading to uni, they're like, oh Ron, so and so he's like you know thinking about he doesn't know what he's want, he wants to do. You know, I'm trying to tell him to you know he needs to go study, blah blah. blah. Can you talk to him? I was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, so your dad wants you to go to uni. Yeah, 
nah, don't know. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for him, though, because I don't have kids yet, but they all got kids, so I mess with everyone else. Yes, yeah. he's single. You hear that? We'll make sure that... Uh... <laughs> all right, definitely. We had the bachelorette on last time, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so I guess, you know, after that journey of study, what's it been like, I guess, the landscape of IT, you know, it changes so fast now, and I guess as an engineer, like... Has the, has the landscape changed much because Linux is still Linux, and so yeah, well, that was a that was a bit of a godsend because everything's kind of moving to, huh. to Linux, right? And now all the Microsoft guys because of containers, They've right? They've opened it up and they're going, "Oh, we're happy with anything." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was just like, um, it's changing rapidly, and that's why it's 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 hard to keep up normally, just for like people who are just trying to do this for a job. Mm. So that's why I mean, I've got a um, I've got a make sure I look at it from the right perspective. So my perspective is I'm a I'm a geek around the clock. So the stuff that I do um, for work is stuff that I, I do when I get home. So I'll get home and I'll, you know, I, I make um, Kubernetes clusters and I'll work with containers and I'll build my own projects and stuff and I've got like repos and I'll go learn stuff because that's just, that's just what I'm into kind of thing. And so when contracts and that come around, they need people to build stuff. Usually it's the stuff that's like, it's hard to find people to do that because the courses haven't got to that level because the the, the tech's running so so yeah yeah it's uh, pretty rapidly. much at the same time people are yeah. learning and and doing it learning and doing at the same time so there's no university or there's no course that you can go do because it'll be outdated by the time but if you do this stuff anyway mm. all day every day because it's just your jam and when they say oh yeah we need someone to do that you're like oh yeah cool. But now they don't. You don't have to prove. Oh, well, where's your certificate for saying that you can do that? No, no, just let, you've got the work. At yeah, yeah, point. yeah. I'll show you a repo and I'll show you the code and I'll, I build this stuff. You know, I build it. I just build it in my spare time and I build it for fun. So, yeah. but that gives me a competitive advantage over somebody who like has to do this for work and that. And I was like, oh man, this one's this might be a little bit hard to keep up with if you're not a geek. Uh, Full time, or yeah. you're just a you're just, just loving a, to, to try and do yeah. the, the, that on the side. Yeah, so I'll get this when I you know when I get into because for contracting, you know, I'll go somewhere six months, go with somewhere for nine months. It's just it, and and that's what I like about it because I I don't like staying in the same place for too long. But you'll go in there and I'll see like people in the same position as me from like back in the like the late two mm. thousands. Yeah, be like, oh, how did you get to you know? Because they'll be older than me. They have got more years in the game. Mm. And they're like, oh, how did you get to there? And I said, oh. Um, just build a few, you know, build a few of these, learn this thing, and you know, teach yourself this. And they're like, oh, they don't have time. They've got like, you know, they've got kids, they've got other commitments. And I was like, yeah, that's real. And I don't know, I, you know, I don't know another that, way of telling yeah, you that's that's it. <laughs> that's it that was know? the outside. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Everything else. <laughs> There's nothing else yeah. there, you know. So that's yeah, it's it's moving rapidly. So mm. I mean, it's just kind of everyone's. <laughs> it's every man for himself and so I guess like projects so you know like stuff like this where you know this guy's built you know the Wes Wes website you know yeah. own the domain mm. so you know stuff like that it's like well how do you how do we own that like how do we build the server and just make sure it's under our control what does that kind of thing look like or is it that the kind of where it's just use what's there because it's a lot easier than trying to build it yourself it's such a small one off thing it's man that's um one thing that I found like especially with with tech, when I when I recently, it's only been in the last few years that I've kind of really turned back to the to, to think about how I um, can give back to the community or how I can like help out because you know you're kind of on your own buzz for so long that you know you kind of when you stop and like look around and, and go 
Yeah, we're all the, yeah, we're all the Islanders. I mean, I remember I remember thinking this back in the late two thousands and going, ah, oh, they're somewhere. I'm sure they're somewhere. We're all like we're all running our race, right? So, and then as the years go on, you keep looking around. And you go, well, they should they should be here by now. You know, <laughs> any minute now they're going to pop through the doors, or I'm going to pop through a door. And, hey, yeah, brothers, you know. But <laughs> but it's never been it's never been there. And as the years have gone on, I was like, yo, man, you might want to like uh, just slow up and look around and yeah. see if you can, you know, it's like maybe, you know, then it gets to like, maybe you can help someone out then. Mm. Maybe you need to go take a take a step back and go go look and see what you can do kind of thing. So this is where, I, you know, when I started thinking about my, my community work or see where we're at, yeah. is um, just the concept of not doing technology for technology's sake, but like how does technology help you do the thing that you want to do, you know? Mm. Rather than just because we'll get this in tech where like, you know, a lot of companies will just chase tech because it's like the, the yeah. latest thing, you know, like, and then when I come in to try and like apply the thing that they, after I'm like, yo, that's not for you. Like that's, you know, that thing is like, that's not the solution that, that fits your company or um, whatever your, uh, whatever outcome that you're looking for. You need to like put the marketing aside and actually like ask yourself honestly. And, you know, I do this as a consultant uh, for so different this companies. Is where that, that business came in yeah, to help that, companies companies first it's yeah like, yeah it's actually going like what are you guys actually what are you guys what are you trying to mm. like in real simple terms because like you know you have to do this with our project managers sometimes you're like in real simple terms like what are you actually after and then we'll see what what tech will, will support that yeah. you know because it's the it's the why it's the what and the why kind mm. of thing before before the how yeah and so i think especially i guess with our people I kind of like, you know, I've kind of been talking to a few like community people just recently um, and kind of switching my head around the way I'm thinking because I'm like, oh, give you guys some tech, give you guys some tech skills, go out there and get it, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, and I was like, yeah, that's that's what the community needs. And one of these community leaders, actually a uh, person that works in government for MPP, and he's like, ah, he's been with the communities and he's like, no, they've got like these other outcomes that, you know, that, that they're trying for that's not just like purely tech mm. but they're just wondering how they can get those outcomes and and they have tech help yeah. them get there you know because rather than like you know hey everybody look at tech you know tech's only for the geeks yeah yeah and statistically that's not going to be all of our people right yeah. but technology is for everybody so that's you know the, the slant on there is one applies you know it's like a one-to-many mm. and a many-to-one relationship right yeah, like in yeah. databases where it's like it's better to go, what are you actually doing? And technology will come and help you rather than, hey, get interested in tech. Yeah. And like people are like, you know, no, it's not really my thing. But like the reality of, of this day and age is tech is part of everything, you mm-hmm. know? So I guess yeah, more of that just like just moving it around or just looking at it from at a different, a different yeah, angle, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's so powerful because I guess that that's some of the stuff I see at work at the moment. Like, so part of my role is, is you know, working between the business and the solutions that we're coming out with. And a lot of the time we get it wrong because the business hasn't got a process and they go, cool, we need the tech to fix this thing. So, well, mm. if the tech breaks, what's your DR? Because you need something. And if you haven't got something and think the tech's going to solve it, it's like... Tech is not going to solve it. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get, and, and it's hard to build when it's like, well, show us what you do today. Yeah. And a lot of the times they go, well, we want this thing to happen. It's like, well, how do you do that today? And when they can't conceptualize or even don't do it, it's yeah. like, so how... Yeah, yeah. what solution are you yeah, looking yeah. for? Let me yeah. just check with the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so I want to jump in, I guess, extending on, on the work you do in the community and with your 
I guess your passion project with the, the Pacifica kids in tech. Mm. Um, so how did you kick that off? Like how did? Well, oh man, it was a long way around for that because I, you know, I never wanted to work with kids or you know do any of that. And I guess this is because I was, I mean, people kind of like put me on a bit of a pedestal. It always kind of cracks down. I was like, yo, 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 please do not put me on any kind of pedestal. <laughs> I'm not like you know, no, there's no heroics or anything happening here. I'm not like really big hurt for you know. I was like, I was just. I just got to a point in my career that I, I wanted to help out, and I was like, okay, I'm in a um, I'm in a privileged position to be able to help. Okay, cool. So the thing that I started out with right at the beginning was um, these careers evenings when I was at Vodafone, and um, me and um, I guess all of the islanders on the corporate side were like, all right, hey, we need to get a committee together and like try and was lift Ka- that. Was Gavika working there at the time? Can't Gavika Taito, Dave Taito. I don't know yeah, the he's, name. He's an old school IT. Oh, right, right. Oh, man. <laughs> now it was um, me. I don't know, like, oh, my memory sucks, but uh, Lily, Lily Sarsevi. I've seen the name only because I used to work with Vodafone quite a lot. Oh, bro. Yeah. yeah, so we kind of got together and we, we had this kind of like brainchild of um, let's try and lift our people and not to like look down on course center, but just like. Let's let's give our people in the call centers options over here because yeah. you know there's there's more opportunities and stuff over here if they if they wanted to maybe they don't know so it started out with um, just trying to work with peers really you know just like ah man you know um, what can I do hey this is how you do your CV uh, if you're looking at an engineering role I can tell you like what what skills and and what programming languages and what to expect and mm. like you know and then. And then put in a good word and that kind of thing, you know, to try and um, be a pathway into into yeah. these higher paying kind of jobs, you know, mm. that have more, um, I guess, more options when you start looking around, you know. So it started off there and <clears throat> we done, I think, about two years and just organizing all the stuff. But it was actually, and I was just saying this to my mentee um, uh, before, it was actually really discouraging. And I hate to say that, maybe because expectations are a little yeah. bit too high it was actually really discouraging because it didn't get the um, uh, we put on these evenings at at all of our you know like we put a lot of time and stuff into like organizing the talks and also the programs that would run through um uh, through the year kind of thing of like a lunch and or not they weren't called lunch and learn sessions but they were kind of like lunchtime Same sessions and stuff yeah and um they just didn't get any uptake, wow. you know. And we and for the amount of people that were um, that kind of signed up at the beginning and then started filtering off, the only people that kind of came through, and I ended up kind of being a mentor to them, was uh, these in gears. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they took it up, yeah. and they followed through, and they were like, "Yeah, can I contact you? I'm I'm trying to get into I'm trying to get into that space as well." And that was I was like, "All right, cool, I'll help because you know um, because you've because you've yeah. asked." But, you know, for the two years that we ran it, yeah, like no Islanders reached out to say, hey, you know, I'm interested in, in, in moving. So, And so that was kind of discouraging for me. And then I moved on from Vodafone. And then I just remember reading somewhere that, um, that it was too late, you know, yeah, when, you're, you when you're hitting people at that age, in that stage, it's, it's kind of it's too, late, too late. And the pipeline yeah, should be, the pipeline should be, um, Intermediate, they reckon they were in primary school, even like, yeah, you know, like yeah, right back now, they yeah. And so, I was like, oh, okay, well, if I want to impact this, then, then this is the way to go. So, I actually volunteered at a code club 
for about a year to, oh, wow. to figure out how the program works. What's a code club? like? A... So Code Club Aotearoa is, um, is actually an organisation um, that's kind of a branch of, I think there's a Code Club UK, which is like, a, I guess, the parent organisation. Yeah. So it's one of these kind of like open source organisations where you can like start your own kind of thing. Oh, I can so, kids can come along. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll, they'll put all the material together. You just have to like get a venue and then um, they've got an online process of signing up kids and also volunteers, because like the, obviously the volunteers have to all be police vetted, safety around kids and stuff. Mm. So that, so just to give it a little bit of structure, and then, but then you're free to like run your code club um, however you want. Okay. So I think uh, I volunteered for a year at this code club at Spark in, in the city, and I was just like, all right, cool, um, figure out how it all works. And I was like, oh man, I could run one of these easy. Yeah. And so then I registered, I registered to to host one. And then I hit up the local um, primary school in Avondale, and I was just like, can I run one of these? They're like, yeah, sweet. Then I just started running there, and then I ran it for a little while, and it was open, like, but it was, um, yeah, funny story, it was actually open to, to everybody. Yeah. Because when I originally um, asked if I could, like, run a, a code <coughs> club there, it was going to be called uh, Avondale Bus Fika Code Club. Oh, yeah, okay. And then... Um, the principal at the time was like, um, yeah, do you mind changing the name? Because it, uh, oh, why only them? <laughs> <laughs> I got that one, eh? I oh, got that. Wow, okay. And I was like, oh, well, because the whole point is I'm trying to get more. Uh, the rest go everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. People don't go anywhere else. Yeah, so. well, that's how I was like, it's, you know. And so, and, oh, man, I always say this, but um, to this day, I, I regret backing down. I backed down oh, from okay, that. Yeah. And I just said, oh, yeah, this is the Avondale Code Club. Yeah. And, that's yeah, that's never sat right with me. So and it was cool. So, you know, we had like the Barangi kids yeah. and a few other, like Maori kids and stuff like that. And it was all good, you know, and we were running it that way and then I was like had a few like infrastructure issues, the Wi Fi was like weak at times and just uh, made that. So it's all off there then. Yeah, yeah, so it's all off their stuff. Yeah. And that's when I was like Yeah, I think I'm gonna run my run my own one. <laughs> and so <laughs> I think so after I think a year of that, I uh, I leased the office in um Avondale. Yeah. Um, which had like a big open space oh, planning cool. year, yeah, which yeah. I've got t- today. Because um, I was like, oh yeah, I'll set up my own network and and then I can just run this. But I instead of making it a code club, I just kind of made it my own tech. Well, that's why I call it a tech club because yeah. we we don't just do coding there. So we'll do like micro bits and I do uh, hardware and networking hard, like oh, session. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when we start the term and that, they'll all come in and I've got, because I've got like lots of computer gear and stuff. So I just lay it all out and we um, kind of do exercises and understanding, like we'll take a computer apart, look all the way through it kind of thing, and then, oh, oh this is our network, this is our Facebook and YouTube, and it's all connected, and I'll just like wire up the room. You so know. they can understand like what Yeah, yeah, they can oh, visually see. I was like, yeah. all right, you guys are sitting over there, and there's like four computers over there. Okay, so this is the Pacific Ocean. Okay, cool, there's a server over here, and then I'll... Uh, Printed out like how the, are they when you tell them that there's actual wire? <laughs> yeah, well, it's buzzy, you know, because they they just got no concept. It's just like it goes into the wall and yeah, it's been, my phone. yeah, yeah. That's and I was like, nah, man, this is all the way. These servers are all the way over on the other side of the world. It's like, yeah, your your cat videos or whatever. Yeah, they're not just on your phone. Oh, you that's know? cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so that's how that's how that kind of thing came around. Yeah. I mean, so kids was never the. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm but because of, I guess the need is yeah yeah. So you kind of go where the need is, and then it was just figuring out because I was like, I remember saying to my my missus like, a whole bunch of kids, man. I, how how am I gonna like relate to kids? Because <laughs> you know, 
hey, uh, you know, go through a program. This is so I started them off on Linux, obviously, because all the laptops. So I built, so I bought and built oh, all so the laptops, built, right? Oh, Linux, oh yeah. wow, yeah, yeah, because I like to indoctrinate uh, anyone yeah, yeah. that's going to learn from me. I was like, hey, if you're learning from me, it's going to be Linux, open yeah. source. And then, yeah, I was like, you guys, you guys like hacking? Oh yeah, we're going to do some hacking. <laughs> no, there's just a terminal. Don't, worry. <laughs> Don't get too oh, excited. Wow. Is, is hmm. the, so what's the numbers like? Like, so we can only take ten at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so we. After like, and we don't do it like because code clubs only like once a week. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we just have it once a week, and that's where Ria uh, yeah, ended yeah. up volunteering. Uh, okay, it is a funny story because she volunteered uh, at my code club, and so okay, yeah. she used to bring uh, Elijah there. Yeah. And um, it was funny because she'd be like, I drop him off, and then she'd disappear, and then she'd come back, and then I think after about the second or third week, she's like, um, Do you need some help with this? And I was like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, thanks for asking. You want to help us? No, nah, it's just, um, I, I drop Elijah off and I have to go to work and I get stuck in traffic and, you know, I might as well just spend the whole hour here. So I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, shit. And so she's like, well, if I'm going to spend the whole hour there, I might as well make myself useful. I was like, oh, mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's us. So, oh, yeah. Wow. That's how she got in, involved with that, but. Yeah, sorry. I've yeah, yeah, no, so you just roll, roll it over with 10 kids at the time? Yeah, yeah, so 10. And then, and then because we. Keep having like a bit of a waiting list. We we're like, okay, we'll try and run two sessions, two sessions a week. So we'll run one during the week and one on Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they always, you know, they always fill up every every term. But oh, yeah. so you, you run with the school terms? Yeah, just, yeah, run with the school terms. Awesome. And then, yeah, so we were just trying to figure out what we we're going to do. Like, I guess with post COVID, kind of, mm. you know, how things are out there, yeah. sort of thing. What's the age group like that you that you cater to at the moment? Eight to twelve at the moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but we've been thinking about like, um, I guess the high school range. So I think that's what I've been thinking about mm. in terms of like. Uh, but it's it's just an introduction. So yeah, eight yeah. to twelve is just like the kids will come in and you just expose them to to, to, to programming or to coding and just the concept of computers in general, you mm-hmm. know. And then if it um, if anything sparks the interest and then that's all good yeah. but we don't have a you know people like oh maybe you should do like a course and they'll get so I was like it goes, it's kind of I was weird. like nah this isn't the well for me anyway it's like this is more just it's a place that's open every that, year to spark, spark the interest yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, is there many others like like this like is there actual like a, a program that does this through the schools or not I'm because I don't yeah it's because I don't have kids, I really oh, okay, yeah, I don't yeah. have a finger on the pulse of what they're yeah, learning yeah. and stuff. So usually, what's funny is when the kids come in, I just I just ask them, yeah. "Hey, what are you guys doing in school? Oh, we're doing this, and this." And I say, "Oh, real?" And then you know, it's almost like I act like they're my kids. Like, "Hey, tell me everything that's happening in school." And, oh, what's it? what are your teachers doing? Oh, that's no good. Oh, you guys should be learning this. <laughs> tell your teachers, <laughs> tell your teachers they're rubbish. And you should be learning this. Throw those books away. It's a real anarchist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah, especially when you're like tearing stuff, you know, because I've got quite a lot of like computer hardware and stuff like that. We'll tear them. Yeah, don't, yeah. Right. Don't do this at home. Or if you do, this is how you put it back together once you've broken it. <laughs> so, so what is it like? I guess, you know, you're, you're trying to reach out. And, and so that was my, my hope for this podcast. Hmm. Um, was just how numbers represented in, in IT, and I guess you've been around in the industry for a long time. What, what like, how many you know of our people have you seen? Like, I can in my office, we've actually got probably about five, and I hear that's quite a lot. Oh, really? Because yeah. we're we're about to you. I'm at I'm at eighty Auckland Transport. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, so yeah. We've got a team of about two hundred, like you know, 
four IT, but of, of that, it's about five yeah. Pacific Islanders in the IT team. Oh, nice. <laughs> what roles are those? So, so there's there's one technical, so one's in dynamics yeah. support. But what do they do? They d- develop software? Do they uh, configure so systems? Support, that's the thing, yeah. And, and that's where a lot of people, and that's the thing, so I was excited to get you on because yeah. I think that's where I want to see more of our people in the, in the engineering team. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of us, are, as much as we're IT, it's it's IT support, IT, you know, yeah. middle management or, or team leader. Yeah. And, and that team leader is either transferred across from, from another management role. Yeah. But, but the technical pathways are not there. And I guess, like you're saying, with the, I guess technology is moving so quick, you know, it's, I, I want us to steer to the technical. Yeah. And, and like you're saying, like, not everyone's a geek, not everyone's going to enjoy that. So yeah. I don't know, like, is that the right thing to expect? But man. how do we speak to more of our people to come into this industry? Man, I got excited when you said five, man. I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of... Yeah, well, and I, yeah, that's, I, I thought it was... A, I, I, I thought, oh, that's not many, but apparently that's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not to, like, shit on anybody's, like, support kind of career, even though my wife would be like, you're a bit of a snob, eh? And I'd be like, well, <laughs> you're on Windows, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, I want... Um, I guess our people to get into the so there's the support which is which is kind of cool there's, there's, there's lots of I guess technical in there but the engineering so one thing that I because I, I I used to do uh, Unix sysad uh, okay. administration right and I thought that was the bomb you know I get in, you know I get root on a on a server and I get on there and I can do whatever blah blah, blah. but I'm I'm the caretaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't actually built anything. I haven't built just, anything. These are all the commands you use. If you need to reset it, use the. That's it. You know, yeah. you know. And at the time, it was like, yeah, man, I got access to all these systems, blah blah. But you know, I get, I get handed the keys mm. from somebody else. So there was another team, and this was back in the day, um, a company called EDS that got bought by HP. So it was like a twenty-four-seven uh, Unix support kind of um, mm. uh, service. But the, um, I guess the real uh, cool guys in the, that tech space were the Unix engineers, yep. you know, because I was doing like a 12, uh, 4 by 12 um, shifts. Shifts rotation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so during the day when we'd hand over, you know, all like the cool like engineering dudes would just kind of come in. They're all right, bikes as well. That's the other thing with like uh, yeah. uh, with, with uh, techs, eh? They're all like um, crotch rocket dudes, eh? And they were like yeah. showing off their... The kind of yeah, Power Ranger outfit. So yeah, well they they're into that, eh? Yeah. And so I was like, what is this thing with techs and you know and bikes? And bikes? Um, so yeah, because <laughs> it, it was a big thing. So when I when I started, I was at ministry over here, and so we used to go down to Wellington now and then. Hey, you go there. Everyone's got their bikes. What's with your bikes? <laughs> and they'll come in because you come in like random times. They're all coming in with their like crazy. Put some pants on before you come in the office. <laughs> That's it, though. Hey. Oh, I don't know. It's a certain type of person. Hey, that yeah, you can always profile some geeks. Hey. So, oh, man. So, yeah, it was always the the Unix engineers was the next level up. But I was I used to think as a sysad. Mm. It's like, man, that's a whole other level, you know. That's your like, that's God mode. Yeah. You create the servers, you build, and you understand everything right down to like the firmware. And yeah. and I was just like, man, that's not that's not me kind of thing, you know. But then eventually, you know, after like hanging out on all these systems, so I was like, man, and because you know Linux is just a smaller version of, of yeah, Unix, right? Yeah. So when I was installing it, I said, surely it's not much different to all the Unix, like the Linux systems that I like I've installed year after you know year in mm. year out. 
So once I kind of like that as a small model of engineering, then I was like, then I can do, I know what you guys are talking about with disks and LVNs and, and, and networks and routing and, and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, right? And so that's when I was like moving into into there. So the engineering for me is, that's God mode. Yeah. That's that's you're creating it from scratch. Yeah, and You yeah. understand it all the way down to the, to the ground. Mm. So when I hear about Islanders in IT and they end up being, support people or can answer the technical questions of a script or whatever yeah i'm like that's you're still in servant you know almost like servant yeah. mode you're not in god mode you're not in the master of the house mm-hmm. kind of thing and so that's why i'm like i'm and i don't have a computer science degree and i'm i'm self-taught you know yeah yeah so if i can do it and i'm no mass was man you see my i failed a calculus paper three times before i got a c plus on it this is, yeah. a, this is the same paper <laughs> you've taken it three times already you should have aced it by now so if I can do it, mm. not get into the caretaker role. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're we God mode. We're the architects. We're going to build this stuff. You know, and we yeah, can. Yeah. And it's just, um, I guess it's more seeing that vision and then do, learning whatever programming language or the system mm. can give you, can put you into that space. And, and I guess the, the role you sit in, especially now with cloud technologies and, and that DevOps. You know, DevOps been floating around for a long time. Mm. I haven't been in any teams where I've seen real devils. <laughs> it's just ops that <laughs> got thrown over the fence from devs. Yep. <laughs> um, and coming into that space, so, you know, as you keep moving that bar, and I guess, you know, you've got, you know, infrastructure is code and everything's going to code. Hmm. So where does the line between the engineers and the, the sysadmins start to blur? Because you get sysadmins starting to go, oh, yeah, I'm doing the code. Because I copy and paste it yeah, from yeah. that other term, you know. So it's oh, man. Now, that's a, good, that's a really good question. Um, I think everything's blurring together because, you know, now they're kind of expecting everybody to understand. I, I've been a – I've always wanted to understand how everything works anyway, mm. yeah, yeah. from the code all the way through to yeah, production, yeah. right? So how the network works, how the, how the hardware works, mm. um, and how the – basically just how everything works from, from where to go kind of thing. And so what's been funny is like, you know, as DevOps has come out, that's just kind of like the natural progression of like, what is, what is the common sense way of thinking about your code, but also knowing that you have to deploy it on somewhere that has to serve the customers, mm. you know, and like bringing all that kind of stuff together. I think we're going to, where I'm thinking of, um, I guess, heading, because now with a lot of cloud technology, everything's going to be done, uh, everything's going to be automated and a lot of stuff yeah. is going to be leveraged, right? Yeah. Virtualization, yeah. automation, and we're on that same journey. Like we've we've just modernized two apps at the moment, and we're like, yeah, yeah. But, but that's where everything's going. So that's where everything's going. So we still like, so we're kind of like you know, if, if you're looking at the pyramid kind of thing, mm-hmm. all of the um, all of, I guess the commodity skills at the bottom. The, that's you know, you've been in those conversations. The robots going to take over. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone's going to lose their jobs. And I was like. No, no, this section here, they're all going to lose their jobs, yeah, yeah. you know. So if your thing is repeatable and it takes no kind of skill, yeah, yeah AI is going to, or exactly, machine yeah. learning is going to take that. That's why I want, but that's that's, that's sysad. Mm. That's sysad to yeah. me. So, I mean, sysad is administration. So if we get into, you know, and the thing is we're, we're at IT support, you know what I mean? So if, if we're not even at the sysad level and mm. that's all going to get taken away, yeah. I'm almost kind of saying, hey, you know, IT support, Come straight to engineering, you yeah. know. Come skip straight, the, skip the sister part because yeah. that's that's going to the robots. Yeah, because and that's that's where I see it, especially when so you know, like the, 
we had a project team come in, I think it was HPE came in, mm. helped us deliver these these two apps and modernize them. And the only two in-house guys is like two that are trained up on this now. Mm. And you just look at the, I guess, velocity of, of how we're going to change. Yeah, and then it's like, well, who else is going to help them? It's just going to be other th- others from outside. And it's mm. like, well, how do we not alone just bring our own people from the organization, but how do we bring our Pacifica people into this conversation? Yeah, yeah, and I guess it's it's and that's the hardest thing for me is is making sure let's get them in the industry. Yeah, but but, how but yeah, and I guess that bar keeps moving because I guess like technology, you know, it's always let's get them out of the factories. Now it's like let's get them out of the the call center. Let's get them out of the support desk and mm. and and things are just so fast. And and I think that's the biggest question a lot of kids struggle with. Like you're saying, you know, what should they study? Yeah, yeah. Especially when people go, what should you study? It oh. Well, because everyone thinks IT is one thing. Kind yeah, of thing, you know? and that's the hardest conversation. Because and I and even coding. So when people say, "God, oh, learn coding," what's the language that you you would say to start with? Ah oh, man, that's um, that's the million dollar question. Because <laughs> obviously, not being a dev, yeah. a lot of my programming is um, related to infrastructure for me. Yeah. Um, so I can only kind of speak to, which is funny because so my 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 mentee. Um, she does React, and so she's telling me all about her like kind of dev stories um, during the week, and um, and I always kind of find it funny that I'm her mentor, even though I'm not a you know I'm a senior engineer, yeah, but yeah. I'm not a dev. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think you know it doesn't the language doesn't matter. Mm. I think um, learn any language is just, it's learning how to program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. to have that conversation in the coding language. Of, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the thing when people go, oh, yeah, I do this in Excel. Like, that's the same. Like, take that and run. Like, keep, if you've up that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Use that. It's yeah. the same, yeah. Because, you know, it's just all like, like with any language, it's just like, just syntax and stuff is, is different. Yeah, yeah. But if once you understand how, like, programming works or how yeah. to, like, write a program. Mm, to ask the right things and, and yeah. Yeah. And it's, get, it's the same thing, you know, when you come, yeah, it doesn't matter what language it is. So, yeah, no, actually, you, you, Develop or program in any particular languages? No, 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 that's the thing. So I, I haven't got any. And so I guess it, it's interesting timing for me, like being in this IT space, because I guess I've come through the, you know, desktop and then, you know, didn't go into engineering because I was the same. So I was like, okay, I'm just desktop and then sysadmin and then I came management. Hmm. And I guess engineering was always like, oh, that's like you were saying, it's the, those are the smart guys hmm. and I left them to it. And I guess as, you know, just being older now and as my career's progressed, I'm like, cool, now I'm, I'm comfortable, mm. but but the world's moving, and so that's where I've gone, well, I've got to be an engineer. And so I guess it's making that sacrifice of, like, knowing, oh, well, I've got to be an engineer. It might be a pickup, but it, it's, it's going to go fast anyway, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Oh, and man. being in the industry is the same, so it's... Yeah. No, it's, a, yeah. it's funny, like, you know, trying to get people to, you know, thinking about our people and... And, and getting them into technology mm. because one thing, you know, when I have a vision for like for our people, it's not, um, I don't want them to go and be cogs in the new machine. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly. I, as much as I'm like, all right, you know, learn these, my whole kind of, I guess, vision for, for what I'm trying to give back is not, um, here's how you go and be a drone in the new world. Mm. It's look at these skills that you can access if you have a little bit of a guide of like which skills to pick and how the game is played out here, yeah. then you can either put yourself in into, into an engineering role, get the bag, mm. 
And then from there, remember, those, those same skills that build applications and, and, and sites for corporate, yeah. you can build it for yourself. Mm. You can build it for your friends. You can build it with your community. But those are the skills. Those are the building blocks. And don't tell. And the thing that always cracks me up is like now, the same thing that I build at home is the same thing that these companies are paying me stupid money to build for them. <laughs> yeah. It's the same it's the same thing. Yeah. So I can take that code and I can have something that I built for a bank mm. or an insurance company that I was like, this is literally the same the same kind of code, the same infrastructure because they go to Azure, I can go to Azure. Yeah. You know, they go to AWS, I go to AWS. Like there's no more barriers to your stuff works wherever. Yeah. My stuff works because I made it work for you and you're selling it to your thousands of customers. Yeah. I don't need thousands of customers, you mm. know, but it's legit the same level. See, and I guess that, so So the article I wrote, like, on the Where's Wiz, and I guess it, it speaks to this, I guess, El Pasifica people coming now. And what I mean by that is, is whatever you're passionate about now, I guess you mentioned it earlier, technology plays a role. Mm. And it's understanding what it plays, what role it plays, like, for you to be the creator, be the owner of it. So if, you know, if you're a dancer, if you, you know, don't put it on, you know, find out how you can own that content too. Mm. You know, how do you deliver it now? And I guess it's, Yes, there's platforms out there, and it's like, well, that's easy to do. But I guess it's it's extending that that idea of you're creating something. Figure out the, the whole end to end, yeah. And that might hope, hopefully, you know, inspire your passion to be like, actually, why am I, you know, getting this other person to do this technology piece for me? Yeah, you know, I can own this and do it myself. Yeah, and I think that's that's where I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, I guess I struggle because. I see our people possibly seeing IT and becoming the new cog, you know, cogs in the new machine, as you put it. Yeah. And I don't know, yeah, how we steer, because it still comes back. And that's the thing in terms of that, the education piece, like you're saying, like it's, it has to be passion driven. I, mm. I don't know how we get into the system and, and learn it through the through the existing pathways. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I think that's the thing is like. Because it's a new, it's a new era, and 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 obviously we all understand uh, what's built into the current systems. You know, I don't want to go the you know the existing route or yeah. you know the the current systems or the existing systems. Yeah. And so I'm like, and and this is the good thing about the internet because it's kind of like it's democratized kind of learning. Everybody can everybody can access it. And so with that, but it's a little bit of wild west. So you know we've got to watch out for the snake oil and the you know all the I'm not going to like call those particular conspiracy kind of people out, but like because of that, you know, it's kind of hard to, to know where know where to go. But mm. in saying that, there's we have to build something new. You know, every time I was people talk about like capitalism and stuff like that, and I think yeah, yeah, I'm I, and I'm very much part of it. And, mm. and and what I get paid and assets are, I'm I should be voting national <laughs> if anything, you know. Yeah. But I hate it. You yeah. know, I, I, you know, those guys don't stand for anything that I, I yeah. ever want to, ever want in this country. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in this country that stand that I'm like, well, I'm part of it. and I benefit off of it because you know, I, I, I've worked the system to to my advantage, right? Yeah. But you know, my, you know, so when my, I guess my equally, um, privileged mates will tell me, well, you know. Well, what if they, you know, take all your houses off you? And I said, yeah, cool. As long as they take all the houses off everyone, you know, as long as they burn the whole thing down, yeah, and we can all start again. I'm, I'm willing to lose everything. I don't care. Yeah. But it's the thing where, 
the people like that lose all their stuff and those dudes at the top still hold on to their stuff. Yeah. I ain't about to let the, you know, put my, you know, it's like, put your gun down. No, you put your gun down. I'm not putting my gun down to you, you know, I'm not going to be like, all right, I'll, you know, that's how you get shot, you know? So I'm just like, everybody puts their gun down or throws it out, whatever, then I'm down for that. I don't need, I would rather a more equitable world where everyone's got education, everyone's building stuff that they're passionate about and contributing to society. So they were like, Hey man, you, every human's at their best when they're doing something they actually love. And so if they put that out into the world, just imagine that, but not just not just for these one percent that can afford to do that. Imagine a whole a whole well, yeah. nation, you know. Everyone what I mean? being afforded that opportunity, yeah, you just That's where it is, you know, that's that's where it's at, you yeah. know. And it's it is kinda of interesting trying to do that. Do that so so my thing is just like, all right, let's equip our people to it's but it's kind of like, let's equip our people to get to the top of the capitalist game. Mm. But it's still a system that I would rather, you know, I would rather dismantle and build something else than, all right, guys, I guess if this is the way to go, I'll school, you know, I'll, I'll tool you guys up and then go get it. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the best I can do. I'm, you know, there's, I've got no influence to change political, uh, yeah, societal, economic, you know what I mean? Can, yeah. But if I can give you some tools and mm-hmm. we can go and like, rob this world together I guess if that's what you know what I mean like, everyone else is robbing it I, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't yeah, change it at least help out the right way <laughs> but yeah nah I mean yeah it's tricky though eh? man but have you done anything like this I mean I guess before this podcast um, what I guess yeah what led you to kind of like start the podcast have you trying to have you tried any kind of stuff in the past or so so well so I, I only kind of came off the back so I'm not sure if you know Govia ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so so he I was part of his mentoring group um so so he I bumped into him I think it was last year or the year before so he had, you know just come back from Malaysia because he'd been working with Microsoft for a long time yeah and so he and I don't know if it was just being over there he thought you know, like us, like oh, you'd see everyone and they're going to be arriving soon. So when he came back into the, you know, New Zealand and looked around the industry, he did exactly like you. Like, Still the same. Well, where's everyone? <laughs> I thought they'd be here by now. Yeah. So that was, and so I didn't know. So he was the one saying, oh, how many work with you at AT? I was like, oh, not many. It's like five. He's like, oh, you guys are lucky. That's heaps. <laughs> and so that's where I, I got the wake that's up That's a low call. bar, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and a low so, bar. And so, yeah, I got the opportunity to be part of that mentoring group. Um, and that opened my eyes too because it was the same. It was you know let's let's try and reach out and and, and there was an amazing program and they partnered with um with some South Auckland schools. And Is this was, the Bussy? Yeah, yeah, the Bussy oh, mentor. Oh, you part of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was awesome just to be a part of that and, and be able to help. But but it was the same like I, the kids that turned up. You know, it was a mixture, but there was a lot of you know the the, the Fijian Indian kids. Yeah, and, and maybe they they're just more that way inclined. Like they they just love it more. And but. You you think that? Well, I, I look at it and go, well, because that's what I see around the industry. Yeah. So, and I guess I look at it like, well, like I grew up, I had uncles who were mechanics, and so you kind of go, well, that's that's fun and that's clever. I want to be like him. Yeah. And so if all well, their uncles are these Mumbai coders and that's all they do and play yeah. with their computers. Yeah. Oh, I want to be like uncle. Now I'm in New Zealand, and and his uncle told me it. And so I guess they've got those people to expect. Ah, and so more the exposure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's where I get the mindset. That's probably why they're more tend to want to do it because they look at the uncles or people they may know of or, or yeah, yeah. a lot closer and I guess for us Pacifica it's like well who of our kids like there's just the random uncle that they, they probably just oh 
That's drunk uncle. I don't know. He did IT. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing. So if that, if I guess if our kids haven't got that, and so and I think if if IT looks like something so foreign and distant and just a clever man's sport, I, yeah. and I don't know why it's. I guess you know our parents would uh, be a doctor or accountant. Ah, oh, yeah, or lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why we don't. Maybe it's coming here, and and I don't know if we've just because we had that drilled in. Yeah, we don't change the conversation and go. Make sure you get into IT. Yeah, we yeah. just go be what you want to be yeah. <laughs> go play rugby <laughs> yeah, be what you want to be but it has to be rugby <laughs> so I don't know if we just got softer or because we got whipped so hard with the be a doctor be a oh, man. be a lawyer kind yeah, of conversations yeah. from our parents that, that this generation me being a second generation Samoan has, has you know I've got kids and yeah, yeah. and I've kind of just you know back them wherever they're going yeah how's that how's that well, and, and that's the thing. So that, you know they're doing well in school, yeah. but but they they're like me. Like I did, did well in school. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I guess like you're saying, I'm I'm raising my kids and possibly to be the new cogs. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't pushed them. I haven't done the hard. You know, go be this, go be that. Yeah. And just be you know the best. You know, with your heading and I've got your back. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that that that's a parenting conversation. I don't know if it, it, it kind of extends into the same. Like, how do I push them? And so I give them the exposure, and then I guess I, you know, when it comes to digital, you know, I kind of have those conversations and make it easy for them. And so I see my kids coding, and yeah. and it's a joy for me because I'm like, oh, cool. And then I try and keep up and pretend I know. <laughs> oh, dad, you're an IT. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me help you. <laughs> And that's the thing. So it's encouraging to see, you know, oh, these, you know, and so and I guess it's that, but that's just from their schooling. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's outside of that, you know, that's, again, it's because I have to do it for school. Yeah. It's not because they, you know, as soon as school work's finished, the, the PC time is, is gaming. Yeah, yeah. It's not, oh, I want to break it, I want to break it apart. I want, and so they, they don't, and that's where I go, oh, is it? Yeah. Is it just one. not normal? Like, yeah, they, yeah. they haven't got that inquisitive nature and maybe that's what, yeah. What's the difference? Yeah, I guess because yeah, that kind of goes back on what we were talking about before about like doing the thing that you actually are passionate about, but understanding the uh, how to leverage technology in order to in order to get there, to right? Yeah, 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 to accelerate it because yeah. now with everything that you can leverage, with you know, I guess all the opportunities being online, you can like you can market yourself, you can make your own TV show, you can make your own radio station because that's essentially all this is, right? You know? yeah, yeah. There's no more um, gatekeepers. And so everybody can make their own thing. So if you're into if you're into rugby, write a blog and then start, you know, getting yeah. advertising dollars for people reading your content. All that stuff is, is all on there and there's like lots of marketing, um, no, knowledge online. So it doesn't matter what your thing is, you you can use all of that to to get paid, yeah, you know, yeah, to, to tap into. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's hard because I think when I started out, like trying to get people into tech, it was like, "Yo, look at engineering. Here's here's Linux. Get on the operating system, and then we're gonna like get into the command line." And and obviously, statistically, you know, that's not gonna be that's a very small subset of people that really geek out on that particular thing, right? Yeah. And because you know we're a small subset of people inside New Zealand <laughs> as well, so that's yeah. gonna be even smaller. So I think. I guess in recent times I've been kind of moving my um, the way I'm looking at it around to understanding more of those other I guess commercial things about technology yeah. that that would help anybody rather than just like oh this is going to help you if you want to be an engineer because mm-hmm. that group's like this yeah whereas like this is going to help you if you want to run your own business or this is going to help you if you want to like pay yourself 
that's a bigger group of, of our people, right? And so it's more, yeah, getting back to that kind of focus where you don't have to like come off what you love to do to do the thing that gets you paid, you know? Because yeah. that's that's one of the things that um that, that risk game that everyone goes, Oh, I can't I can't take that time to learn it's like well, do it to do what you're doing now, like Yeah, yeah. Do exactly. what you're doing now better with Or just following learn. your passion. I think that's yeah. I think that's gonna be key. To all of that, you know, because I've I've only ever seen like so I've got um, two of my brothers. Uh, they went a different route to like you know I went to the nine to five get paid mm. route, and um, even though I didn't want to start out like that, but you know one of my brothers is a tattoo artist, the other one's an actor. Oh, okay. And that's that's tough going at the beginning, you know. I remember seeing uh, my brother's um, uh, mobile phone get uh, cut off every other month for not paying his bill because you know it's a like oh, family feast. Yeah. Well, because you know he started out and stuff. And so seeing my brothers in the arts kind of thing, you know, and they're struggling to, to make ends meet, but they just they but they don't want to live any other way. They don't want to do something just for, for money. So yeah. they were pursuing the things that and you know, one's got a shop now and the other one's actually a pretty successful actor, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um but they didn't get there, you know, but they and I always say to them, man, because when I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my career, I don't know which direction to go and blah 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 and they're like Yeah and I always say to them, Man, I I really envy you guys. You guys like wake up in the morning and do your passion like all day, every day, all all, all year round. And they they paid for it at the beginning um, by like you know I got straight into like full paying job, blah blah. You know, but they, these guys are like, ah, probably can't come out tonight. Got no money or whatever. <laughs> but but now they're living a like just yeah, a more yeah. fulfilling. You know, they're a more fulfilling life from for having followed that. You know, and I guess it's all, all three of you. And I guess where does that is that just family because it sounds. That's something that a lot of people, you know, it's it's that backing yourself. Like, mm. this is what I'm passionate about. Like, even you, like, going all in, like, oh, okay, I'm going to study this because, you know, I, I get to create, so I'm going to back it and, and back myself. Like, yeah. where does that come from? Is that just upbringing for you guys? or? Yeah, I guess, I, like, my my parents were really, um, my mum was like, you know, whatever you do, do, you know, go go all in. Mm. Um only. You know, she's like, you know, if you're going to go into something, do it with full integrity and, and, and do it with full conviction kind of thing. No half-assing anything. Yeah. Like, that's that's my mum. My dad, being the charismatic um, church leader that he is, you know, he was always like, dream big. You know, he was okay. like, you know, even even though my mum was like, hey, who's going to pay for those dreams? You know, and, uh, <laughs> well, who's going to fucking all those dreams? You know, and so my dad would be like, I'm the vision guy. And my mum would just be like, my mum would like come through with the hard yards, you know, oh, yeah. you know, whatever my dad would pick, my mum would be like, all right, cool. And then she'd just invest years, like year in, year out, because she knows that that's how you, that's how you accomplish stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. You stick to it. You'd be consistent. You turn up every day. That's my mum. My dad, big vision, you know, so we kind of got that from. Yeah, so that mixture of yeah. just dream, but make sure you put in the work. Yeah, make sure you put in the work, oh, man. man. Otherwise, that's a beautiful uh, balance. But yeah. But yeah, now my brothers were like, I don't think they could have lived any other way. I think that's for them. They had to follow their their passion. It was just it was all or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. So that's some conviction, some balls that you know yeah. I really look up to, even though they're younger than me. But <laughs> those ones, eh? So, so does work? I guess has work changed for you, or work increased because of COVID? Like, um, what's funny is, you know. You th- You'd think uh, it all depends because in my my particular area of engineering or computing is this is where a lot of uh, companies are trying to go right because mm-hmm. they're trying to move quickly to the cloud and and basically reap all the benefits that have been promised in the marketing or whatever. 
and they're trying to go for stuff like um, you know containerization yeah. and Kubernetes, and that's my specialty. Yeah. And so I thought that I was going to die down near and rise and going, oh, we're all going to go out of business, so we're not going to pay for these kind of like um, shiny new projects and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't really been the case. So oh, okay. um, I've got a I've got a kind of a small network of contracting buddies. Yeah. And we all basically put each other on, depending on which contracts that we go to. Oh, I get yeah, yeah. So you know, if I go into one, so I'm the contract that I'm currently in is uh, with BNZ. And what's funny is like the guy, my mate, was just there before. Yeah. And then we worked together at the last contract. And so I, it almost looks like I'm following him around. So whatever <laughs> contract that he finishes up, I, I'll come pick it up when he moves up onto the next one. Oh, I get you. But in terms of COVID, yeah, it. It hasn't really affected us, like no. me and and my contracting buddies in our space. Yeah. Because a lot of these big corps and this kind of goes to show away, you see how like um things like Elon Musk or Bill Gates yeah, and all record, the record profits. Yeah, and you're like, How did you guys get record and everyone's losing their jobs? Well, because, you know, you have to be in the right industry to yeah. To basically st- fail upwards and, and win, you know, when everyone else is losing. Yeah. So remember I'm I'm working at a, at a bank. Mm. You know, and but at the same time, I'm in a particular vein of computing that's um, that's still kind of sought after. Yeah, yeah. I and they that. they've sacrificed a whole bunch of. So I'm not sure. If, no. Uh, anyway, I was just yeah. like, I'm not sure if this is confidential or no. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but there was a whole bunch of redundancies. Oh, wow. and brought on you. on yeah. But then brought on the contractors, yeah. and we're we're expensive bunch of people, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "That's yeah." A, I never get the mess when that happens because your experience or your in-house experience walks out the door, and then you guys get like a week to come up to speed. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "The trade-off is never what they think it's going to be," but I think it's like the skill set that they think that they're bringing in the door, or they've yeah. sold to whoever's signing the project the budget, right? Yeah. So. So yeah, so it hasn't really affected me much because of the particular industries that I'm in, which is the the one percent of industries. Yeah, 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 and I think it's paying dividends now because I think everyone's getting that, and it's it's funny because I guess with that Kubernetes work, and I guess you know, especially for us that being a Microsoft shop and a lot of people locked in, mm. but then you know Microsoft is speaking the same because it's like, well, yeah, but you can go Linux <laughs> and have Kubernetes, yeah. and so yeah, like you're saying, they're leveraging those things. So I guess if, if people come back to that basis, you know, there's opportunities, yeah, yeah. you know, with, with the future of how how they want to you know, move technology forward. Yeah, how long have you been with uh, AT now? Uh, three years. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, when you guys went into COVID and that, we were, we were ready for. Um, so we've been working remotely for a while. So they, ah, they, okay. they were ready for that, and so a lot of you know our technologies have already been, and they had all the VPNs in place. But but now there's a move to I guess try and get off all our tin because we're we're in both data centers and ah okay yeah yeah, yeah. and so so I think they want to get into one data center and just DR to that and, and move what we can up. Yeah, yeah, into yeah. the cloud. Yeah. All right. And so, so they've modernized two apps and, and automated them too. So from where to go, like you push of a button, infrastructure push of a button app. Oh, what stack and do you guys, do you know the stack that you guys are using? Kubernetes. Oh, yeah, no, it is Kubernetes, yeah. AKS, as in like yeah. Azure. And so, yeah, so it's AKS, Kubernetes, and that, well, that's the thing. And so the... And so, that, and so when it looks, you know, and that's where I'm kind of, so I've got meetings tomorrow to understand, like, what does this mean for the future? Because, like, we've modernized two. We've only got those two guys up to speed with it. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, what does the rest of the lay of the land look like going forward? If you know, and what are we actually managing? And you know, in yeah, terms yeah. of handover, like who are we handing over to? Because we ain't got no one ready. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a big conversation because yeah, it's, oh, it's interesting that you know they've they've kind of come and done these real great work and yeah. the pushes to try and automate everything. And now the, the you know the that's the being the sales pitch and this is where they want to move to person or how when like and so they there's a lot of unanswered questions and maybe that's stuff that's that's yet to come out do you guys build that stuff in-house well yeah it was built with our partners in-house but yeah so it's all been but but again it's yeah. kind of like with our guys alongside oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that's a good learning yeah yeah opportunity so, because that stuff is yeah and that's what i was saying so we're we're quite well placed and i think it, with these companies they're always good to learn because and so that's and so I guess understanding layout the land and seeing where technology has been, I've kind of made sure I've landed my right <laughs> myself right with those engineers. Because yeah, yeah. I, I I need to understand, you know, what does modernizing our apps look like, and, and what does that mean for our teams going forward? Yeah. And so it's it's it's, uh, it's kind of well placed, and so that's why I was excited seeing. You. I was like, oh, you know, this is your right up your alley and yeah. your space of what the work we've been doing. Yeah. No, because that's one thing. So every time I think the last couple of gigs. I've gone into to, to build Kubernetes infrastructure for the client. Mm. One thing that they emphasize and you kind of um, you realize straight away is is that they, they need upskilling because Kubernetes and that's so so new. And even just thinking about Docker and containerization yeah. and distributed systems, like thinking about how an app used to work, right? Yeah. And now it's like you're you're blowing it out. And now yeah, microservices, right? Breaking it all apart now. Yeah. And so understanding how all of that works with yeah. security, et cetera, et cetera. And so they were like, okay, you come in and you realize, oh, these devs don't actually, don't actually fully understand how the architecture yeah. is now, you know? Yeah. And so they were like, oh, you, as part of your job, not only is you building and delivering and documenting all this stuff, you need to train, you know, you need to train our permies up, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I've found on every engagement is, you know, that's almost equal, equal parts, um, of the delivery, yeah. Of yeah, the yeah, delivery yeah. is like the actual upskilling with them, um, yeah. and and if they're if they're keen to learn, um, learning alongside somebody who actually has done it before knows what they're doing is a really good way to yeah. learn. So it's good that your guys have um, yeah yeah had some some experts, not just like they come in and here it is, <laughs> yeah. You know, like while they're building it and yeah. going through all the pains that they do, you know, to to learn alongside them. So yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's kind of what we've been. Well, what I've been through for the last few engagements as well, it's new out mm. there, you know? And people still don't, in the same way you're like, DevOps has been around for ages, but you're yet to see, you the, know, the real benefits. The real benefits. Yeah, yeah. Or people doing it properly. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, it all looks good on paper, but mm. then when it comes down to actual people, yeah. you know, with any system, it could be a system, people are the weakness. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And I touched on that last week with Flipo, you know, just that. And I guess. We struggle, especially with with customers. I guess you know, you know, trying to trying to cater to our businesses and cater to the customers, and and so you know, especially with security, you know, especially you being a hacker, mm. you know, that's a big argument that that we struggle with because it's that convenience over security and and people just throwing things like MFA out the window and going, oh, why do we need it though? It's just so hard and. Yeah, and so those conversations are, are always going around, and I guess it's politics when things just and so. And I guess for us, you know, it's, it's not a consistent environment because mm-hmm. you, it gets into political conversations where people go, no, no, we're not doing it on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's, so I guess the last uh, the last two engagements that I've had in the contracting gigs have been um, 
banks. And one thing I always kind of like been trying to avoid um, is big corps mm. because it's always the politics that get me in, in, in big corps, you know, yeah. the, like it's not making decisions based on the best outcome for like necessarily like the business. Yeah. Once you get into big corps, there's all these little factions, all these little kind of kingdoms within the, the company yeah. and they're all doing things politically and I just like, I don't have a lot of headspace for it, eh, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So, it's so who works like when you partner? Who works good together? Like, just mainly the private comp, like private organisations, kind of a, a bit more clued in on what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, usually like just smaller companies and I guess startups have got it, have got their own kind of um, uh, battles, I guess. And I've I haven't done a startup yet, but like my uh, contracting buddies, they do a lot of startups, so right. they kind of tell me, you know, there's a trade off between it's it's smaller, so that you know you don't have a lot of political bullshit you know to, to deal with um but you know you wear a lot of hats and you've got to do a lot of like oh, different things because there's not that many employees right yeah. but yeah so i just think that whole thing with um big corps and politics is yeah it really just it does my head in eh? yeah yeah so i can avoid that at any time <laughs> but it's also you know when you think about devops and you think about like all those different considerations like um um supportability and right. security and all those kind of things yeah. um the whole, you know, for me, the whole mindset of DevOps is like taking it all into consideration from beginning to end, you yeah. know, not just thinking about security when it's time to BAU the thing and then you're like, oh, crap, that's right, none of it's secure. Yeah. And then security go, here's your list of things that yeah. you need to, to do and then trying to like run and all through it before go live and you're like, no. Yeah, At yeah. least if you're thinking about it from the start, yeah. then you're building security in or you're building, oh, yeah, ops. Ops need these non-functionals, you know, so work it in with it so that by the time you get to the end and the funny thing is like it's still the same to, to this day you know still battling those kind of things yeah i'm always battling it's funny because i'm more on the side of security where before i used to hate security and i'm like oh you guys are just roadblocks and sometimes <laughs> yeah. it depends because yeah. some security guys are dicks because they just think you know they think the whole hacker kind of handle makes them like elite i'm like Fuck out here, right? <laughs> just, it pisses, like, oh, just, that's one thing that really gets me in IT yeah. is because it's a smart man's game, mm. everyone's just so, like, they just think they're the smartest guy in the room. And I just, like, I've got a, I've still got a salmon temperament, man. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll yeah. put someone through a warp, you know, just, I get to that level, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny because my, uh, my, I've got a German um, contracting buddy, eh? mm. And so I think I, I've got to be his first. Samoan or first uh, Islander friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when we worked together back at Vodafone, yeah. So when I like when my heat would go up in like meetings, eh? He'd be like, "Hey, man, you get really hot in meetings." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah. Did you notice that?" He goes, "Yeah, no, I can just see your face." Oh, she <laughs> like, "Oh, sorry." And so yeah. But what's he like? I guess coming from Germany, he's kind of used to that climate or proper. No, nah, no, nah, he's proper. Um, he's a proper geek. Oh, okay, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure you'll mind me saying that, but he's proper like. Like skinny, balangy. Oh, he's quite tall. He's got the glasses, yeah. you know. But just avoid the confrontation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just so I get con quite confrontational, you know. Oh, even I think I kicked the CTO of um, Tower out of a uh, out of a meeting room because we'd booked it. Yeah. And I got to the meeting room and the project manager. Was like, I was like, "What are you guys waiting here? Oh, they're still in there." And I was like, "Well, meeting room's out." So I just I just opened the door. I was like, "Hey, yeah, we got this booked," and everyone was looking at me, and I was just like. We got a book, so yeah. and the guy actually I was like, oh, 
fair play with him. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, you know, got out. Yeah. And then they're like, Ron, do you know who that was? And I was like, oh, no, who is that? He CTI. I said, no, those are the people that were like, you know, going over their time. That's all they were to me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I don't care if you're the CTI. Oh, yeah. Come on. And I guess that's the thing is that confidence of, I've, I've worked my way here, you know, I, yeah. like, why are we using titles? Ah, <laughs> uh, I know. I think I'm just, I've got a short temper. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was here, I'll probably do something because I'm angry first and then, oh yeah, maybe you could have said that in a nicer way or something. Uh, no. Nah, that kind of like, yeah, titles and people's like mm. egos, that's, that's, yeah, that does my head in, in ITA. Yeah. Especially when you know the reality of it and like most of the, like the actual smart, smart guys I know, nicest dudes, you'll never know that they're, they are yeah. the smartest dudes in the room. Well, and they're always in that, the engineering team, that's yeah. the thing, so I guess. And they don't have to act like yeah. dicks, you know? Yeah. Some people think that, oh yeah, being a lead is being a dick. Like, <laughs> no, you're just a dick. <laughs> that's it, you're not a lead. <laughs> so, so what's your plans for the rest of this year? Like, is your, your program run it, run, it's it been running throughout the year, or you guys just have to pick it up again? Yeah, so it was running, um, and we... We closed it up early when COVID, because you know oh, yeah, we're coming down to, to COVID. But um, we've been looking at so I've been so with my I guess my some new contacts in the in the community, and we've just been having some some really really good meetings um, around how we can kind of come out on the other side of this, and 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 where we can I guess concentrate our efforts for for the program and, and, and what else we can do, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, we're kind of in a bit of a planning time and also kind of just, um, what is it called? Circling the wagons and seeing exactly how we can come out. Cause it all, which is kind of funny because like it all kind of just, nothing for me has been really like planned. You just kind of like, Oh, that needs doing. So just like hit that just way. And, and then I was like, Oh, you know, maybe we need to get our own place. Oh, okay, so we'll get our own place. But there's been no, like, long-term vision. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it's it funny if you, you talk to, like, Rhea and my other um, uh, other teammate, uh, more because I'll get them in and I'll be, and they'll be like, because they were looking to me like, hey, man, you know, we're here to support your vision. And I was like, hey, I don't have a vision. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, you're right, <laughs> <laughs> And I'll go to Rhea, hey, I need you guys help. Like, whatever you're, like, you know, you guys are, you know, you guys have got kids. You guys know what's going on, man. Like, you know, is this is this useful? I don't know. These kids will go home and for all I know, they'll be like, man, that was always the time, you know, don't take me back or whatever. But so I'll like, um, yeah, so I think one thing is um, I don't have a, you know, a specific vision for yeah, the yeah. thing. It was always, you know, when they're like, oh, we should do, I think they were thinking about making cert, like little certificates and stuff like that. Like, you know, Rhea's got like lots oh, of plans. Yeah. Like she's got like lots of ideas and I'll be like, yeah, man, anything. <laughs> anything goes, I'm, I'm, I'm down for any of it. And then when people wanted to like formalize it or whatever, I was like, oh, I think just for this, it just is all it is is um, it's just a beacon, mm. you know. It's just somewhere. It's almost like an after school club that bus speaker kids know that they can go if they this way inclined or they're even just curious. Yeah, yeah. There's an open door. You come in. There's no pressure. You like it. You like it. Yeah. If you don't, you know. So that's where this kind of program is yeah. at the moment. So, we, but we've been starting to think about okay, cool, because there've been a few kids that have come and they're at that twelve thirteen stage, and they're really interested. And I was, oh, nice. And I'm like, well, we don't have anything to, to carry you from here mm. to maybe university. So that's why I've been thinking, because I, I might be I might be more effective there in terms of like putting actual training and stuff on kind for them. Yeah, you came into it like yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. where I grew my passion at that age. Like. And be like, all right, you know, to do these programming languages mm. and start kind of like, I guess, um, gearing them up to if which way they want to go. If they yeah. want to go business way of building your own stuff or if you want to go 
get a job kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're kind of in that planning stage where we're, we're, we're at that level where we don't know if we're going to go, okay, we're going to do multiple ones of these or graduate or graduated version oh, of the same yeah. program, you know. So we'll see how it goes, man, yeah, you know, because... Yeah, um, sometimes I forget I've got a full time job as well. You know, <laughs> oh, full time. You got me. as full time as it can be. You know. So, uh, how do people get a hold? Like, if people want to help with, with the program, or reach out, like, to know more. Oh man, um, we're on we're on Facebook. Yeah, so we're on Facebook at Pacifica Kids and Tech. Okay. So they can hit us up there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I guess you know if they're looking for that kind of program. Hit us up on on Facebook or sure, yeah, yeah, that's and good. you you just on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. Oh, oh, definitely not. <laughs> you guys know about TikTok, eh? Well, what do you mean? We know about it. Ah, uh, nah. There was a like a security kind of disclosure about somebody like reverse engineered the, the source code. Yeah. And they were seeing that all of the stuff that TikTok does on your phone, as in like it, how it, it oh, tracks you, it and basically it surveils all of your activity oh, wow. that you're doing on your phone. Even without the, do you want to know? No. Yeah, all, all of those. They, wow. reckon, they reckon it's obviously worse on Android because iOS is yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah. locked down. But some guy on Twitter, one of the security researchers, is like, all right, here are my findings, and this is the source code I reversed. And this is what it's doing, you know. Oh, and it's like, you know, it's doing your GPS, it's doing like location. Yeah. Oh, what's that thing? Oh, it copies every, t- every, I think it's like five to 10 seconds, it's copying whatever's on your clipboard. Oh, shit. Yeah, so if you just, just do a screenshot, whatever you're doing, and it's just. Yeah, gonna, it'll just, it'll just kind of monitor and just kind of track your behavior and, and anything yeah, that you're nice. doing, which I've seen from other researchers saying, oh, yeah, you know, Facebook and all that does the same because if you're mm-hmm. anything on your phone, there's, there's legitimate reasons for tracking. All your activity or any any of your behaviors on your phone. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that yeah, I don't think I've ever been. In, that's a young that's a young man's game, man. Yeah, you know, um, no, nah, just blog and Twitter. Yeah. So I think if you search Ron Armosa, you'll definitely hit my blog. So I'm at ronarmosa.io, and I am Ron Armosa on Twitter. That's no, man. Right, that's us. That's us. Thank you so much, man. Oh, oh man, I've learned so much. Uh, oh man, you're did, welcome. Do you do adult classes? <laughs> <laughs> We're starting to look at those. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I guess that that come now kind of thing as well is, I think, for a lot of us. I mean, even me being in the industry, it's yeah. easy to just feel like I want to miss that bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, man. And yeah, it's there for the taking, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, no, we're definitely trying to trying to cater to to everybody because yeah, yeah everybody, you know, at some. At some level, kind of like, you know, they should be afforded the opportunity to learn it, right? Come on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll let you know, eh? <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming, brother. That's all right, man. I mean, thanks, Anna. Thanks for having me. Cheers, thanks, guys. Bro.